Well, hey, good morning, good morning, good morning. Thank you for tuning in to Don't Suffer in Solitude with Damon, Christopher, and Andy. We are your hosts. I hope you're doing really good today, feeling really strong. Now, on today's show, we're going to be discussing uh, an interview that got canceled with Nikki. Yes, I had an interview set up uh, with Nikki, and it got canceled. So grab some Skittles, grab some waffles. I'm not sure which enjoys. Grab something very, very delightful. We're, we're glad that you were here. If you're, this is your first time ever tuning in, this podcast is about communication, communication, and just living in the experience of self-awareness. So again, we value you. Let's get started. All right, cool. And happy Friday. Awesome. All right. So, okay. Yesterday I had an interview uh, with Nikki. Uh, she was fresh out of prison, uh, fresh out of jail. Is it jail in Austin? I think it's called uh, Culver, Culver or D- Dunbar. I'm not sure. It's a, it's a prison in um, Austin, Texas. She had just gotten out. Uh, we were going to meet and discuss her life and how she wants her to just rebuild her, her life and, and rebuild her story um, and the things that she wants to, to accomplish next for her life, right? And I thought about, I'm like, you know what? I, I'm not going to share this. So um, we got there face-to-face. Um, you know, I, I wasn't prepared. I was jittery. I was excited. I was happy for her and all that joy and enthusiasm made her uncomfortable. So like we're, we're starting the interview, we're talking about things, uh, you know, things that she likes, things that she wants to uh, accomplish. Uh, it's a book called The Alchemist. She read that book as well. So we, we were literally mic'd up, right? So I, I had a mics and I, 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 again, I, I'm not sure what, you know, what, um, you know, where you are listening. Yes, you listening. I'm not sure where you are or if you understand about anything about the, the back, the behind the scenes of production. You know, uh, a lot of things used to have cables and cords and wires. So the idea is, is to remove, to, 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 you know, remove all that from your equipment. But sometimes <laughs> there, there's some wires. So I have like a, a, a uh, a three-legged or tripod, uh, you know, microphone setup, and, and and my wires were tangled. So it took about <laughs> took about ten minutes, man, just trying to get my <laughs> wires untangled. I'm like, okay, this is embarrassing. And you know, she was irritated about that. Uh, she was tired. Um, she was waiting for her bus to come, <clears throat> and I'm and I'm just over here just fighting these wires. <laughs> <laughs> trying to get them untangled. Now, ma- now imagine this is twenty twenty three, man. Like, dude, why, why are you wires tangled? She's like, why aren't you more organized? And like, don't you have rubber bands? And I'm like, yeah, normally I would. Anyway, so uh, I get the wires untangled. We begin the interview and the, uh, just the process, and and you know, we're 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 both mic'd up and we're talking and flowing, and then mid-sentence, like probably within the first five minutes of the interview, she, she canceled. She was like, you know what? I don't want to do this. So I'm like, I'm, so I'm like okay. Now, now, mind you, um, again, I, I'm not sure if you are new to radio interviewing, if you are new to um, just talking with people. If you're a host, like I'm a host, it's my job to make her comfortable, to, to make her at ease, to, to help her relax. It's my job to be sensitive, right? And I was. I was very sensitive, um, but again, I had just, I had just drank a soda. So I was like super, super, super energetic. <clears throat> I was high energy. I was grateful to, to be and have an opportunity with her. To, to, I was looking forward to hearing her story and then sharing that story with you. <clears throat> so as I said, you know, we're, we're ready to go sitting down talking and she just says, Hey, you know what? I don't want to do this anymore. So, 
uh, we unplug the mics, turn the, the you know the uh, production off, and we and we're just sitting there talking, and I'm you know wrapping up, and she's like, hey, stop for a second. So I'm like, hey, well, what's up? Um, she's like, listen, it has nothing to do with you. Uh, she's like, yeah, I'm fresh out of prison and I have trust issues. And I'm like, yeah, I'm like, I, I know that. Uh, I'm cool with that. That's why, you know, uh, as soon as you said, you know, you want to cancel this interview, we canceled it. Like, I, I, I didn't nudge. I didn't budge. I didn't say, hey, are you sure? I said, hey, maybe you should push through it. And, and, and I just said, hey, you know, but that's cool. And then I told her about, you know, how I worked in prison for like five years uh, in, in Huntsville at Darrington unit, <clears throat> also in, in Brazoria, in, in Brazoria County and, and the Ellis unit, right? Just to sh- give her an understanding that I know what it's like, but again, I'm not a woman. So I wasn't going to release this. I was not going to release it. I was, gonna, I was like, you know what? It was my blunder. I mucked up. Um, it was a great opportunity, right? But I, I wanted to also paint a picture for you listing that life and life, man, there are no do-overs. So, as soon as she and I got done talking and, you know, I went back to, to where I was sitting, she stayed where she was, uh, or maybe she made a move. I'm not sure. But I, I noticed she had a cell phone and she was trying to find a charger and some of the, the plugins didn't work. So she moved and I, I just kept on reading and I was waiting for my ride to come. So as soon as, uh, you know, my ride got there and I was, I was packing uh, my travel bag and I'm getting ready to leave. She just darts up to me and she runs up to me, Christopher Damien, Christopher, she's my full name, Christopher Damien. She's like, Christopher, Christopher. She's like, crap, I missed my bus. And I'm like, okay, (laughs) you know, you missed your bus. Okay, cool. Um, Let's tell someone. She's like, hey, you know, can I use your phone? And I'm like, well, you know, we don't really know each other. And, you know, we were trying to get to know each other and you weren't willing to even, you know, um, get to know me despite you having trust issues, you know, she's like, yeah, I'm sorry, but I missed my bus. I said, Hey, I'll walk with you to the, to the front office and we can use their phone. And, and she got a phone to use. So, but it, it's, it's, this is difficult because I don't want to overthink this. And I want, I, I believe in letting people have to have the understanding. Listen, like it, it's gotta be, um, it's gotta be, you know, if I'm going to do something for you, then and help you out and help you you know buy another ticket help you help you with the money to get to get your ticket and then you use my cell phone which is those those were the things she was asking me for she was saying hey listen I missed my bus I'm fresh out of jail I gotta find a way to get another ticket I need I need a phone to you because mine is dead and can you help me and I'm like well yeah but I had just asked for your help to do an interview so it's like you know and so like in that moment she was like kind of at a stale stalemate and I was leaving I was I'm like listen my ride is here I gotta go so I I didn't feel bad for not um helping her more and so I I think with this podcast topic um this episode that's what I'm trying to uh express here like you don't always have to insert yourself in another person's situation because if we would have done our interview, it, it would have taken 10 minutes and she would not have missed her bus. And that's the point. I, I, I would have uh, helped her, you know, be alert. I would have asked her those questions. She said, I'm saying I would have re- reminded her. But her denial to to have a conversation, to, to get to know each other, to tell her story. I, I'm not saying it's her fault. But what I'm saying is that she shut down the opportunity. And in shutting that opportunity down... Um, if you, if you, if you've ever done any time in prison or jail, 
the, the one thing they tell you is, is never let anyone get behind you, okay? So whenever I met Nikki, like, she was sitting with her back against the wall. I mean, like, like, like her whole back was like, so, so she could see things to her right, left, and was in front of her because cause nothing can get behind her. There was, there was just no space. So I told her, I said, hey, you know what? I, I can identify with that. I, I get it. You know, I, I've, I've worked in prison for five years. And even if you're working there or you're an inmate, it doesn't really matter. The same rules apply. It's like no one gets behind you. Don't ever let anyone. It's, it's, it's like the number one rule in, in any type of confinement. So if you're listening <laughs> and you might be facing jail time, just be sure to make sure that no one gets behind you. So so, so again, so um, <clears throat> whenever we were setting up for our interview before she counseled, I was like, hey, you know, uh, you know, uh, I had questions prepared to ask her. Right. And I knew she was, like I said, fresh out of jail. She had a, she, she had a, a, a white uh, duffel bag. And if you're if you're fresh out of jail, they 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 give you these big old duffel bags that are like see through. They're either white or red, so it's it's clear when you 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 can identify an inmate or a person who's fresh out of jail because all their belongings are in these clear bags, and they're like like what the heck like like what year is this? And and their bags are usually full of books. Because in prison, you're going to read a lot of books. So um, whenever she approached me and ran up to me uh, in, in the bus station as I was leaving, I was like, listen, you know, uh, if we would have just talked and gotten to know each other, you know, um, you know, you're missing your bus, your cell phone dying. Like, you would have built a little bit of trust and rapport with me, right? And you're thinking, man, you know, that's not realistic. I'm, I'm saying it is realistic because in life, these opportunities come to us and they'll come again and again and again. And, and that bus station that, 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 that she's waiting for, she'll have another opportunity to, to open up, to share, to, 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 to reveal her story. And I was excited not to have her on record or, or to record her for you. I was excited because uh, I'm, I'm an advocate for, for people rebuilding their lives uh, through an, an, an un- impossible or what seemed like impossible circumstances, especially in 2023. And, you, and you've been in jail for five or 10 years. Again, I didn't get to ask these questions that I wanted to ask Nikki. I mean, I mean she was beautiful. She had pigtails. She had reddish bronze hair. I mean, amazing person. But her trust issues <clears throat> and her lack of trust is what... Um, you know, hindered our process. And also, again, it was my fault as well because I, I contributed to this because I was super, I was super, super excited and happy. And like, like how is being happy and excited a turnoff? Trust me, it is. If, if you work in sales and marketing and you're a doctor, you know, people don't want you excited and, and happy, you know? And the same as, it's the same in the interview. So I'm, I'm trying to share this with you so you can learn a lesson from me that that whenever you're interviewing someone or talking with someone, uh, just be calm, um, be normal, be casual. And th- that's the first thing she pointed out in me. She's like, man, you're, you're super high energy. And I was like, man, you know, I, I had literally just drank a Dr. Pepper soda, like, like a, a 20 ounce. So I, I was I had all that, I had that sugar rush, you know, and I, I, I wasn't <clears throat> our, our scheduled interview or me interviewing her. wasn't scheduled. It just it just happened on the whim. You know, and I had no idea. I knew she was fresh out of, out of, out of jail, and out of prison, but I, I didn't know, um, you know, her story, 
she didn't know that I do podcasting. Uh, she wants to know about, you know, my work, um, my stepdad, Larry. She wanted to know, like, you know, you, you see what I'm saying? She, had, she asked me probably a hundred questions, almost like she was interviewing me, right? Just trying to see if I was safe and calm. And, and I was, but I, I just had a bunch of sugar in my, in my tank. <clears throat> so she and I had the interview and the conversation, but it wasn't on record. And, and that's the part that, uh, you know, if, if you've ever done time or gone through any prison systems or, you know, uh, probations, you, you have what's called a polygraph test. And as I, as I mentioned earlier when I first began, like, like my microphones have wires. <laughs> so as I'm replaying this and thinking about this, I'm, I'm looking at this from her point of view and I'm like, man, you know, from her point of view, I, I, I could definitely, I understand why she canceled and, 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 didn't, and didn't go through with it. Because I know that on my end, I, I didn't do everything. I, I didn't check the list of keeping, uh, you know, with, 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 with being calm, with being organized. Uh, I was friendly, maybe too friendly, you know, who knows. But I'm sharing this with you because a lot of me, a huge part of me says, don't, don't, don't share this blunder. Keep it to yourself. Like, like no one's going to know it's okay. But I'm sharing this with you is because in life, there, there are no do-overs. And these opportunities, when they come to you, we, we got to meet them. And even if you, even if, in, in, same as in the situation with Nikki, even though she wasn't ready to meet the situation and face it head on, and even though I didn't do my part completely, I know that in the future I'll, I'll be given more opportunities and more opportunities and more opportunities to, 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 to improve my techniques and my skills and my tactics, right, and how I uh, make my guests comfortable. Now, again, in your head and your mind, you know the things to do to make a person comfortable, but actually doing them in real time, whenever they're tired and they're hungry and they don't like you, <laughs> they don't want to be around you, <laughs> Man, <laughs> that is not easy. And uh, I think the last real part, I'm going to be very transparent here, is the last real part is that I think, and it's, it's sad that I got to say this, but I'm, I'm going to say it anyway. I think I, I cared more about her story than I cared about her, okay? And I cared, I cared more about um, getting her on my podcast and having you hear my story I'm sorry. I care more about having her on my podcast and having her share her story with you than I did caring about her. You see what I'm saying? I, I should have made more of an effort to make sure that she talked to someone at the front desk. I should have maybe stayed around a little bit longer. I possibly could have let her use my cell phone for free. I possibly could have helped her uh, you know, with the money to buy a new ticket. So you see what I'm saying? All these could have, would have, should have. But again, there are no do-overs. So that's the whole point of this topic episode um, and this discussion is to for you to, to take this example and say, hmm, okay, that's interesting. But also um, not, not be afraid of failure and not being afraid to to articulate, hey, I mean, I dropped the ball in this situation. And then and then whenever we mess up to, to not beat ourselves up. I mean, last night, yesterday, because uh, after it happened, I, I was cool with it, right? But, you know, whenever you get alone, you get by yourself, you start overthinking and you start replaying, you know, what, what could I have done differently? And um, it was frustrating. It was very frustrating because, like I said, I, I just admitted to you, I, I, I know that I, I, I cared more about her telling her story. I cared more about you hearing her story. I cared, I, I cared more about uh, getting a, a new voice on my podcast show 
instead of just caring about her, the person, you know what I'm saying? Outside of the podcast. You see what I'm saying? I hope that makes sense. Um, because people need to know how much you care about them. And to me, it, it is an expression of caring is to, 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 to give you an opportunity to hear your story. But if that's not what she's seeing or feeling from, from her point of view, or if, you, if you're interviewing a man or a kid, if that kid or that man doesn't feel and see that from their point of view, then it doesn't really matter, right? Um, what matters is their reality, and, and, and perception is reality. And the perception that I gave off was, was that I cared more about getting her story on record, right? I cared more about uh, recording her story and her sharing her, her rebuilding process with you, the listener, than I did caring about her, the, the real person. So um, I, w- I want to, like I said, leave you with that. Uh, this is a Friday morning. I uh, hope your Friday is going well. Again, um, th- this was this was tough to talk about. It was tough to um, not share with you, but it's just like, man, you know, the being honest part. Because for me, it's a learning opportunity, it's a learning experience. And I, and I, I want to learn. I, w- I want to get better. I want to improve. At the same time, I want you to learn and get better and improve. But again, I'm okay, right? I'm okay with letting things get canceled. I'm okay with letting things get delayed. I'm okay with letting things not go my way, which was which is what happened with with Nikki yesterday. So without a doubt, that's the the message, the overall arching message that I'm trying to get with you here, that we have to expect delays. We have to expect interruptions and we have to expect things to not go our way and then not fall fall apart when they don't, right? Because in life, uh there's this saying, you know, death demands decision. And Nikki's old life in her prison, in leaving prison and entering the the new world, it was a death to her old lifestyle. And I confronted her with a decision. (laughs) You see what I'm saying? And she made a decision, right? And and that's got to be okay. And and same for you. Because I feel like even if you make a bad decision or a wrong decision that that you perceive as bad or wrong, to me, in the end, it's all going to balance out and work itself out. I don't know how, but I just believe that, right? So to me, I don't think Nikki made a good or bad decision. She made the decision that she made that was best for her. And I was okay with it. And the same went, the same goes for me. Whenever I, I didn't give her my cell phone and whenever I didn't give her extra money to buy her new ticket, I felt like, hey, you know, yeah, you're in a Greyhound bus station and I think it, it's your your responsibility to ask for help and to make sure that you're on time and to make sure that you know which bus you're taking. Yeah, you can ask for help. But she didn't do that. So I said, hey, you know, that's kind of a consequence, right? So I know you might think I'm a bad person. And I'm like, no, I'm not a bad person. Uh, But again, I'm just being honest that I I didn't express enough care and concern about her, the person, and and her getting to her destination as I should have or as I could have. And moving forward, I'll do better. And that's my whole point, man. Because like, and also, man, also like give yourself grace for, for, for dropping the ball. Right and not being everything to everyone all the time, because I, because I did some really good things yesterday, right? And it's just this one person that I I I didn't completely be there for, and that's okay. I'm not beating myself up. I'm not I'm not condemning myself. I'm not bashing myself. I'm like, man, you know, I did some good crap. So again, hope you enjoy that. Have a good day. Cool. And I almost forgot, gosh, I know I said I was going to get out of here, but I almost forgot that that I, I did make one false assumption about Nikki. So the people that I've talked to um, that are fresh out of jail, 
and I've talked to quite a few of them in the last five years, they have a gift for gab. Like, they can't wait to, to talk and tell their story and to, to tell you everything about what's happening, and, and they're excited about life, right? And I, like I said, this is why I know that, this is why I know that, that Nikki was tired, but um, what I didn't do is, is um, you know, quash or squash that assumption that I made about her just now, that I assumed that she felt like talking. I assumed that she wanted to talk and let the world know, because like I said, it's, it's, this is a bad assumption on my part. Now, I'm, I'm just, I'm not holding back with you right now. Like, I, I really, really uh, dropped the ball here because I, I put her in a category and I assumed that she was ready to tell her story. I assumed that 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 she was just waiting for an opportunity, right? Because, you know, some people just want, you know, their five minutes of fame. And I'm like, you know, I'm not trying to make her famous. And I, <laughs> I wasn't trying to make her famous, no, but I was just trying to get her an opportunity to, to put her story out there. You know what I'm saying? And I assumed, I, I assumed, yes, that she was ready. So, again, I wasn't sensitive, man. And it is hard, like, admitting this out loud. It is hard to own this and to tell you this, it is, man, it is very tough. And again, I'm not sure if you're a new listener or you've been around the last five years, three years. I don't know. But this is tough, man. It's really tough how we treat people and how I treated her. All just to get a business transaction, right? And, and that's, that's exactly what it was. Did I care about her story? Yes. But I wasn't looking at her as the story. I was looking at her as, okay, this is an opportunity. You know, we'll get through this you know, we'll move along. It's kind of transient. I looked at it as, as being transient, right? And I wasn't invested. And, and again, if you're interviewing someone and you're hosting someone on your show and they're a guest, it's like it's like them coming into your home. You have to say, hey, do you want anything to drink? Can I kind of take your shoes? <laughs> do you want the do you want the remote to the TV? You see what I'm saying? You have to you have to give them the, the, the house pretty much while while they're visiting, right? And as their guests. And with Nikki, I did not, I, I tried, I swear, I tried to do that, but I didn't try hard enough and I didn't do enough. And I'm seeing that now. So again, I want to just jump back on and give that, give that, make, make that last confession that I assumed. And none of us can assume when or where or how a person will want to tell his or her story. <clears throat> and then number two, <clears throat> uh, Nikki was very clear that 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 she did not want to hear her story told by her. Uh, she did not want to hear the hear how she sounded, and she didn't want to hear how how uh, she she would be portrayed on 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 record. So all these things are are clear to me now. I'm like, oh man, you know, I I should have asked this stuff up front. You know, <laughs> again, I didn't do it. So that that's the lesson here. So again, thank you for bearing with me and my patience. I need to get back on here and just. Be clear about that. Never make assumptions about other people. Telling myself that I'm telling you. Now, we all know to do this, but we all do it. And I'll, I'll probably do it today. I'll probably do it tomorrow. I'll probably do it whenever I'm 100. But the idea, again, is to practice self-awareness. And that's a huge, huge component of this podcast show. What, what, what motivates me is that we all need to be aware. Uh, and sometimes, whenever you're not, and you, and you drop the ball, that's okay, too. So, again, I hope you enjoy it. Cool. Well, okay, here we are, man. We're concluding at the end of another beautiful episode. I want to say thank you so much for just staying to the very, very end. Call to action is very, very simple. If you're new here and you've never, you know, tuned in before, this is your first time ever tuning in, 
please subscribe to become a regular consistent listener. Now, if you are a subscriber, thank you for being here and for being consistent. Um, I value your time. I value moment to moment. Questions, comments, man, text me at 254-878-7135, or you can just shoot me an email or message me directly on the platform, which is, you know, Apple or Spotify. As I always say, man, if you want to go fast, go alone, okay? But if you want to go far, we must go together. I care about you in Jesus Christ, man. He is the truest and purest love of your soul. I care about you so much. Have a beautiful week. Thank you so much.